It cracked. It's the Atari ST Show, episode 10. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Atari ST Show. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to talk about cracked. Ooh. Aaron, where do you stand on the yoke folk? Listen, if he appeared, if if the yoke folk were to appear in this, that would be horrible. Because there's a lot of eggs that get get killed in this. Thankfully, none of no uh, none of the eggs have faces or walk around or have personalities. Do you feel like we only eat eggs because they don't have faces? Well, no, I don't think that because we eat tons of stuff with faces, tons of it. I guess now that you mention it, that's a good point. Yeah, in fact, eggs. I mean, listen, are you a big egg eating guy? I am. I, I eat I eat eggs every day of my life. Now, what I now let me let me ask a, a bit more specified question. You eat straight up like crack an egg, or do you mean you have stuff you eat things that have egg in them? Like every day, I eat either a hard boiled egg or a uh, scrambled egg. I see. And do you, do you do you ever eat the uh, over easy or any of that other stuff? Is it just I do like I do like a good sunny side up egg. That's recent here recently. I've 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 learned how to cook one properly, which I never knew how to do before. You know the secret to making a sunny side up egg? I don't. You got to cover it. You got to cover that bad boy with, with with the top with the the skillet top. If you don't do that, then it doesn't cook at all on the top. And because I was always like, whenever you go to a diner. You know, you get your sunny side up egg and it's runny, but it's not crazy runny. And mm. I was like, how did they do that? Well, they cover it up. They put a little glass thing over the top of it. So it's what you mm. got to do. I'm not a huge fan of eggs. So, like, I'm the kind of guy I can only eat eggs scrambled. All right? I don't eat them any other way. Mm. Scrambled. Scrambled eggs. And, like, if I go to, like, say, a breakfast joint, mm. I've got, like, bacon, sausage, toast, or pancakes, something like that. And then they're also like, yeah, you get eggs, right? I'm always getting them scrambled. And the first thing I do is eat all the eggs as quick as I can. Get them, get them out, out of the way. way. And then I've got more space to like <laughs> luxuriate my pancakes and syrup and whatnot. So the eggs are just, I mean, I'll eat them. But like, like you ever get like an egg McMuffin? Like I never get that. I'll get a bacon, egg, and cheese McMuffin. Then I'll just gut through the egg part, get together stuff. So like, I'm not a big egg guy, but of course eggs are in everything. So you eat. Them I am. I'm, a, I'm. I'm what you call an egg guy. I like eggs. From yeah, my head to omelets. My You're a big omelet guy. Yep, love omelets. I love omrice. You know what that is? I don't. It's where you take uh, an egg and you put fried rice in it and you flip it over. It's like an omelet with fried rice in the middle. I think of I it. had that at the Japanese uh, restaurant. They made me yeah. one of those one time. Yeah, you know, eh. you know. The thing is, that's one of those things where you. If you're like me and you're not the biggest egg fan, someone can make you an egg that can taste better than what you can make yourself. Here's another thing, too. When you're living in Korea and you are out at a staff dinner and all they're eating is raw fish, yeah. and you're not a fan of raw fish, you can go to the cook and you can say, hey, can you just scramble me an egg? And they'll be like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a savior egg right yeah. there. That, that happened to me more than once in Korea where I was forced to eat something that I didn't like very much. And I just went and I was like, hey, can you just make me an egg? And they'd make me an egg. And I was happy. Yeah. When it comes to eggs and someone just, uh, Mitzi, y'all mentioned in the chat, my favorite egg is the old Cranberry cream egg. Oh, those yeah. are good eating, you know. I love those. But not the little ones, like no. The mini ones that don't have the real stuff in them. No good. Those are sucker eggs. You don't get those. You get the big deal. Mm -hmm. Cadbury. They make the good stuff. 
And the good thing is, what's great, I remember back in the day, this may surprise you, given my spelt physique, but back in the day, like Easter comes over here, like everybody gets Cadbury eggs to beat the band, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with jelly beans, by the way. It's a little trick mm -hmm. for you people that want to get fat. You wait till the day after Easter, and they're blowing out these uh, Easter accoutrements. You can get your baskets, you can get all that fake grass, right? cheap on the cheap but what screw that what are you gonna do with that what you just load up on jelly beans and freaking eat and those cadbury eggs two for a buck sometimes if you wait long enough to where that stuff inside of them kind of congeals into a solid mm -hmm. three or four for a buck at that point because who's gonna want them well i'll tell you who right here send them my way now that's a proper egg bro. now let me ask you a question how do you eat a cadbury egg there are different uh, approaches. There the are. I like, to do is I like to bite the top off that sucker, right? Mm -hmm. And then you start, sort of like a bear getting honey. Then you kind of get the, the gooey innards. You kind of pour those out or whatever, kind of get down in there. You don't want to take a bite out of the middle of that thing or you make a mess. So you've got to strategically eat the egg. What I like to do, I'm going to use a visual aid here. All right, please do. So um, what I like to do is I bite the top off. He's taking the microphone foam off, in case you're right. wondering at home. And then you just put the tongue right in there. Ah. Oh, God. I could have done just, without that. You just tongue it all in. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. And the, your yeah. tongue is like the bear's hand at that point. Yeah. I didn't need to see that, boat. I'll be honest with you. Can we just get to the game now? To the game. What a riveting love theme that Cracked has, Boat. <laughs> it's good to see that somehow the Atari ST managed to have an IBM DOS speaker installed in it. For, the <laughs> for just this occasion. Holy you, God. You know, before we get into it, Aaron, we need to remind everyone that this week's Atari ST show, and what a show it's been so far, yeah. is brought to you by our patrons, in particular our game selection committee that chose this game for us. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Richard Davey, Dave Velociraptor, and Graham Vebkey. Thanks, y'all. If you enjoy the atari st show check out patreon.com slash atari st show to see how you can make it a weekly podcast mm. now aaron this game cracked it was released in 1987 in the united states came out first here in america yeah before it was released in 1988 in the uk this was uh released and programmed by atari uh it was programmed by a guy named robert nev uh robert nev uh, didn't do a ton of stuff. Uh, he uh, he worked on the game called Warehouse on the TRS-80. It's amazing how many people got their start on the good old TRS-80, Aaron. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that game was released in 1984. Um, and uh, the graphics on Cracked were done by a guy named Clark Kahanek and uh, Donna Ford. Uh, Clark Kahanek, went, uh, he went dark for decades, Aaron, after this game. But then according to Moby... He resurfaced with a cinematics credit for the Wii version of Night at the Museum. Man. Good. Yeah. Got back into it. Good got for back him. into it. He was like, you know what? I missed I missed the rush that I got when I was working on Cracked. What's yeah. out there that will give me that same feel? <laughs> Wii version and Night at the Museum. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what is the story behind Cracked? You might be surprised that there is a story. I will tell you what it is. Uh, as a professional ornithologist, 
Uh, that's somebody that really likes Charlie Parker. Uh, you're thrilled to find out that some rare South American hornbills have nested in your old yoke tree. That's right. You've got an old yoke tree. But while the hornbills are out feeding, a group of mischievous bluebirds, owls, and snakes begin raiding their nests and stealing eggs. So what do you do? You get out your gun, except you don't have a gun. You get out your slingshot, because this is a non-violent game. And you, you start hitting those birds with everything you got. Did you ever have a slingshot, Aaron? I did. I did have one, Boat. When I, I was raised, Scouts, I raised some hell with that thing. When I was in Boy Scouts, uh, I think it was even at like the old Klondike Derby one year. Uh, they had a slingshot competition where you you had the and it was the special slingshot that went on your wrist. You know, it oh, had yeah. one of those deals. It had the metal and, brace gimmick right, on the it. Right, metal yeah. brace. That's right. And so uh, they they had a big board set up like a carnival game. And I shot a balloon, and I won a prize. So oh, well done. I consider myself to be a slingshot expert. Yeah. Um, so what you do is you fire a slingshot at one of the birds. Uh, if the bird is carrying an egg, it drops the egg, and you've got to catch the egg before it hits the ground, and you return it back to its nest. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, you've got things that are crawling on the bottom of the screen. you got to watch for snakes that will sneak up to your nest. Some of your nests are on the ground, by the way, and gobble eggs. And if you can protect your eggs long enough, uh, you take them to another nesting site. So, what are these sites? Uh, you've got the old yolk tree. And then, of course, where are you going to go next? Where's the next possible place that a bird is going to set up a network of nests? Well, it's the city sewer, of course. So you head down into the sewer to protect these uh, these birds. And then where do you go? That's right, under the sea. Yeah. Uh, you, you have your you have your birds that that are that are nesting. Of course, I guess they don't have to be birds' eggs at that point. They could. There are lots of other sea creatures. Are, are there sea creatures that lay eggs? I'm sure there are. Um, yeah, I'd say there are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then you go to a haunted house and you finish up the game at the old turtles planet. Yeah, turtles, turtles do. There you, there go. you go. So um, there are five stages in this game, Aaron. So I, I didn't get a chance to ask you: Had you ever played Cracked before? I, I had. I played this on the seventy-eight hundred boat, uh, and I mean, I, I mean, when I say that, I, I had a cup of coffee with it the very first time I had the seventy-eight hundred out. Uh, a long time ago, and so I totally, in fact, I owned this game. I think I've got two copies of it, if you can believe it, for the 7800. Uh, well, 7800 no. games were sort of, when they were blowing those things out, you grabbed everything you could. Oh, matter. man. Well, listen, I don't know where I got them, but you know how you know how you acquire that. I think you probably got a copy, too, now I think about it. I do. It. I have a couple of them. I'm looking uh, at them right so, now. So, so, yeah, I, but I had not played it on the ST, and the ST version is different. Uh, and, uh, um, better it's a lot better actually i think than the uh than the 7800 version uh, so yeah so i just for a cup of coffee but this is really the first week i really got into it for more than like five minutes yeah so this is a game that when you look at it you immediately think this has got to be a light gun game yeah because it's a game it's a shooting gallery you've got things that are moving across the screen and you've got to shoot them however this is not the case this game was specifically programmed to work with the Atari ST's mouse. Um, I, I believe, though I have not confirmed this, that this, this might have even been some sort of initiative from Atari themselves saying, hey, listen, we need to make games that introduce people how to be you know, more proficient moving the mouse around the screen, especially kids. If we want kids to grow up to become Atari ST using adults, 
we need to get it in them early that they need to get kind of nimble with the old wrist, if you know what I'm saying. And uh-huh. so what better way to do that than to play a game like Cracked? So that's my personal theory about why this game was made. Do you have any theories? Well, you know, I I did read a little bit of an interview that the uh, the guy that programmed this uh, gave, and he, like you said, he mentioned that he specifically used it for a uh, wanted it for a mouse. And Atari was like, "Listen, we want to put this on the consoles, gun it up." And he was like, "Uh, no." And that's why I said a hundred version came out. But yeah, it, it, the thing is, uh, most games that are like this that have the gun, the gun that use the you're using the mouse. These are when you're playing an emulator or something like that. It's always a letdown because, you know, it's more fun with a gun. The mouse makes it too easy. But the the fact that they added in the the ability to catch the eggs, I will say that one little game mechanic, and gave this game a lot more jack in my in my opinion, uh, because you had a little bit of extra there. Uh, you know, because again, just going around and shooting stuff with the mouse cursor is not is sort of lame. In the interview I read, Atari said we want you to console this up, and that's how the 7800 version came around. But they, but they, he never did it. He never said because they were like, this isn't a light gun game, and that's why you couldn't, you couldn't really do that with a light. I mean, I guess you could, but it'd be kind of weird to use a trigger to do both things. Right, exactly. And in fact, uh, you actually have to use both buttons of the 7800 Pro Stick to play uh to play the game you use one button to to fire and the other button to catch the eggs which is horrible so, <laughs> because it, i never used the real joystick on the city 100 so that means if you, you have to go find something with two buttons or use the horrible stick that comes with it right right so i think that uh you know this game if you were if you were buying it in the store and you took it home course there you know at the time i don't think there was a light gun available for the 7800 so i'm sure that you wouldn't have been disappointed but it just seems like a game like this that you don't control with a light gun uh it seems like a missed opportunity but it is what it is and of course you're not going to want to you definitely don't want to have one hand on the mouse and one hand on the light gun that's just that's that that's a bridge too far for me so Anyway, uh, I wanted to uh, run down sort of, you know, what you do in between the stages, too. So during your they, there, there's two different uh, sort of modes that this game operates in. You've got your egg raid mode and you've got your rooster ranch mode. OK, so you get a certain amount of point. You get a certain amount of points with uh, with an egg raid mode. Uh, for example, you get points by shooting creatures. But the big points in this game are returning eggs to the nest. OK, so you catch you get points for everything you do. You get 100 points for shooting a creature. You get 200 points for catching an egg. And if you haven't played this game, catching an egg is not the easiest thing in the world to do. So I'm glad they do give you some points for that. You get 300 points for returning an egg to its nest. But the key to this game, the key to high scores on this game, is you want to finish the raid with as many eggs as possible. Because once you hit a dozen, you get 500 bonus points. Mm-hmm. And when you and it's, it's sort of humorous at the end of each round, uh, they count up your eggs as if they were going into a uh, a container, a styrofoam container for the for the store. So I, 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 that that tickled me when I saw that. I thought well, that's that a cool. that's a mixed message, isn't it? I mean, what is? <laughs> I wondered that too. It's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> they just said you were t- the book says you're trying to save the eggs. Where you're saving the eggs so you can eat the eggs, Aaron. It's is very that what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so and so once you get done with the egg raid you move on to the rooster ranch mode and this is this is sort of interesting how this works 
what you have is a uh, you're inside of a hen house. It's a multi-layer hen house. Uh, and I can't say the word hen house without the old Chuck Avery cartoon where the rooster is like rooster in the hen house or where, where, the, where the rooster goes in. There's all the hens hanging around. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so and what happens is you are trying to uh, you're trying to hit the rooster with eggs. Uh, and that the rooster is also throwing eggs at you. So I can't imagine what the hens... Or no, no, I'm sorry. You're trying to hit the rooster with your slingshot, and uh, the rooster is throwing eggs at you. It's a weird thing, because the rooster... The hens can't be happy, is what I'm saying. Um, and uh, this is done... Uh, just imagine, you know, like a six... Like a Hollywood Squares-type box. You've got uh, you've got the rooster appears. He can sort of... It's like a whack-a-mole. Is it, is it, would you compare this to whack-a-mole, Aaron? This, yeah, I guess it's the the targeting is what this is bizarre. Yeah, and so the targeting out... works. The targeting works on an X Y axis. So you move. You have these sort of sliders at the on the side and at the bottom of the screen, and you have to move the mouse up and over. It's it's not a direct control system at all. It's it's really weird. Yeah, I sucked at this. I couldn't figure out why someone who was collecting eggs was then throwing the eggs. Right. I, I couldn't figure that out either. <laughs> this game is a, it doesn't make any sense. Clearly, the guy that wrote the docs had not didn't really put much thought into what he was writing because this is a guy, if you're some guy who treasures these eggs, they've got you throwing the eggs, they've got you presumably selling or eating the eggs. So this guy's got a, a, a we don't know exactly what this guy's motives are in this game. That's for sure. But it yeah. was that was a weird level where they took the cursor off. It was it was it made it much more difficult. That's but aren't you? But look, I mean, it's 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 different. I don't think I've ever done anything like that. I will say that. Yeah. Now in the other stages, there are weird things. So in the first stage, you've got what I'd call your forest creatures, your birds and your snakes. They're trying to steal the eggs. When you go down to the city sewer level, this one things get weird. You've got these sort of like hairy looking guys that are trying to steal <laughs> yeah. the eggs. And when know. you shoot them, they turn into toilets, which yeah. is weird. I didn't get the. I was going to ask you if that was explained somewhere. Yeah, I, didn't get that. I, I looked through the manual and that was never explained. Um, one of the things that I think is, is really cool is that one, the levels never repeat. You always go from one level to a different level. They never, like, you never have to do two yoke tree levels in a row. Yeah. Um, the the other thing is that there are such a variety of stages. Uh, you know, I only made it to the haunted house uh, level, and I only made it there once. In fact, it was when I was recording my gameplay for the video we're watching right now. Um, I made it all the way to the end, and I had one life left on the haunted house. Uh, in which case, you, you're 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 being stole. Yeah, uh, there are there are ghosts trying to steal your uh, your your um your your eggs. That's pretty uh, weird. Yeah, the undersea level. Uh, when you shoot uh, the 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 enemies, they they turn into other things as well. So there's a lot of humor in this game. Uh, the, in between each stage, there the screen goes blank. You have about a 10 second pause. And sometimes they say funny things like this space intentionally left blank. Uh, <laughs> each stage is cleverly named, you know, the oak tree, 20,000 20, eggs under the sea. Um, so you know, there, there's, there's things like that. Uh, when you shoot the, the fish in the underwater level, they turn to little fish skeletons. Uh, you know, 
they could have made this game without those things. They could have just made your, you know, your guy disappear or whatever. I also think one thing I think the ST does really well. I noticed this in Roadrunner too, is that the 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 it almost is like an arcade quality scoring uh, 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 font where the scores show up and they're kind of like a fast uh, flashing rainbow color. I yeah. don't see that on a lot of Amiga games, and I've seen it twice already on the ST. So I don't know what kind of voodoo they're doing to make that, but it, it, I notice little things like that when I play a game like this. I mean, that that sort of effect you would find in an arcade game and not necessarily on a, on a home game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, so... Uh, before we we move on to the reviews, do you have any what are what are your thoughts just all together on crack, Darren? Well, I didn't. I never got to the hot house. I was not good at this. I played this on the Mister with my like yeah, uh, old too. school crappy laser mouse, and I don't know if I didn't have the adjustments right, but I I was not good at this game. I mean, I felt like I was doing okay, but I was I was not, I had a heck of a time getting anywhere. I mean, I got past the first couple, three or four levels, but I didn't get where near. I didn't know there was a haunted house level until you sh showed me to it. I didn't. I didn't even know it was there. Uh, the uh, again, you're not kidding about catching the eggs, especially with like a snake or one of the ground-based guys get them. You got like one second to shoot them before they eat mm -hmm. it, which sucks. And, and that's that's real tough. Uh, the the level again, the bonus levels. That's hard to figure out what you're doing there. That was tough. So I found this game. Uh, it's a simple game, but I found that uh, I was not good at it. And again, I I I will say maybe it was the way I had my mouse set up in the Mister. But I mean, it felt like it was okay. I just felt like I wasn't very good at it. Yeah, and I did want to double check as we're watching the gameplay footage here. At first, I was like, "There's no way you're throwing eggs at the rooster. You got to be throwing your slingshot." But no, you are. You're definitely throwing the eggs at the rooster yeah. as the rooster is throwing eggs at you. So. It has the eggs listed at the bottom like ammo. So right. yeah. Right. Yeah, Who knows it's what kind of bizarre yeah. world this takes place. Yeah, I don't know what was going there on. There is a strategy to this game. Uh, what you want to do is you want to kind of have a home nest, and you want to protect that nest at all costs. And whenever you rescue eggs, you want to return them to your home nest. That's the secret to getting a, a good score and being able to to last a long time. You know, in this game. you know what it reminded me of. You ready? This is a, you're not going to expect this comparison. I played this game a lot like I would play Missile Command, right? Oh yeah, and including right. the scrolling gimmick. But also, you know how you have the cities, and eventually you run out of you. What I'm you run out to where you only got one or two left. You're trying to protect mm -hmm. them. That's yep. pretty much the way I did this. Now, clearly, I'm not very good at this game. But so yeah, that, that's a very but that's the way I did it. Though. So yeah, that's Absolutely. what it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah. So this game, you know, it reviewed pretty well. Uh, it got it, you know, uh, computer and video games in 1988 gave this a seven out of ten. Uh, something wow. called ASM, an Atari ST magazine, uh, yeah. gave this a 7.4 out of 12, which is a, it's always weird having that out of 12 uh, thing. Uh, ST yeah. Action, 58 out of 100. Less yeah. good. Less good there. Uh, and uh, the Games Machine hated it, 44 out of 100. I think that's kind of low. Uh, you know, this this game is what it says it is. It is a shooting gallery game with an egg rescue mechanic. Um, I'm not sure what you would, how you would rate this game, you know, uh, anything less than, you know, a B or a C. Uh, it, 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 mechanically, it works fine. It looks good. I guess you can fault it on the lack of music. This game really could have benefited with some, with some good music. That is, uh, it's funny. I mean, yeah, because listen to that opening theme. That was <laughs> god awful. You know, I mean, I don't, I, that is, but, we've seen that a few times now. It's like, this is the, the ST is supposed to be the big music machine. I want right. to hear some tunes. Right. Um, 
listen, if I if I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give you my nickels worth before you get into yours. Yeah, man. This game, this game, I, I don't hate it. Okay, uh, I uh, it it was it was better than I thought it would be. But I mean, this is a uh, you're this is a maybe a rung up from like a PD game. It's it's pretty shallow uh, game. I mean, you see every you see all of its tricks pretty pretty quick into the game. It's not like it's going to blow you away. Different background, sure, but I mean, there's nothing new under the sun in this game. I mean, it's there's not if I bought this game at full price, you know, I don't know, but I mean, I'm not sure if you get a full price game here. I think what you got here is a game. That you sit down and play for about 15, 20 minutes, and then you're done, which is exactly what I did this week. I played it. I played it a couple times, and then I was like, "Okay, I got it." You know, there's not. It didn't. Uh, if you were gonna, if you were gonna add something to this game to give it more depth, what would you add? Well, listen, I would steal. I would steal stuff. Um, why not have uh, something like at a crossbow? Maybe you're protecting somebody from something. That was a good angle. You know, you I was like, in with the egg story. Listen, I, the egg story is not the best. I'm not gonna lie to you. And the <laughs> fact that they, the fact that they've changed it oh, two or three times as you get to the game, uh, you know, I like the the Atari ST does these great cards. This is another one of those cartoony games. It's mm -hmm. it, it's got that look. It's got a look. It's this Atari yeah. like almost like a high. Uh, a high-resolution look that I like. Uh, uh, we've seen several of these games. Roadrunner was like, they look good. Yep. This is a good-looking game. Everything moves smoothly, you know, but there's not a ton of gameplay here. And and that's... I mean, it does have difficulty levels, you know, so you've got that going for you. I mean, if uh, going for a high-score game, this might be fun, but it's just not what I'd want to go back to over and over. I just... I just it just isn't. There's not enough there for me. And you so know, before before I said that you shouldn't have the ability to hold the light gun in one hand and the mouse in the other. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the more maybe that would be cool. I mean, maybe you could have a different difficulty levels where there's one where you only you know use the light gun and one where you only use the mouse. But for the ultimate, like, because I can see like you know you hold the light gun in one hand and you've got the mouse in the other hand and you're shooting and you're rescuing. I mean, I can see that being kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The thing is, I mean, I don't see them trying to sell a game like that. I mean, listen, does the uh, does the Atari ST even have a light gun? I don't know if it's even got one. I don't think I, it. I don't think it did at the time. You know, and so we don't. I mean, I don't know. But and Roy, Roy, I mean, look at the Amiga light gun games. It's not like right. they were killing it, you know. So, right. uh, but with all that said, I mean, if you, I will, if you compare this to the light gun games we put on the Amiga, like Al Capone, one that come to mind, like that game sucked. This game is better than that. I mean, it's mm -hmm. because of the catch mechanic, and and you're right. The little details, the stuff that things turn into. You had to put that stuff in here though, because you know you've got to do something. It, it, because they, there was so little there. It's such a flimsy uh, game that um, the little touches are make it a little better. You know, and the yeah. bonus round and stuff. But I mean, overall, like if I picked this thing up for like I don't know five bucks or a tenner, maybe I'd feel I'd be like, okay, it's pretty good. Uh, if you could play, if two people could get it up, but of course, then you're getting into the whole two miles thing, so then that's going to be a problem. So you really can't even do that. I mean, it's just, uh, it's it, there's not much to it. And the fact that they based this in the the whole egg thing, I mean, I could have you could have done something real intriguing with the the concept of of using the second mouse, you know, the catching button. You know, mm -hmm. you could have done like a, a more of an actiony rescuey game, make it a little more arcadey. You know, this just seems. 
I would like to have maybe something almost like a Wario world, you know, where mm-hmm. you've got all different scenarios. Have this could be one of the scenarios, the right. egg thing, and have, and it use that the use the mouse concept for all of the games. Now I know I'm getting really stupid here, but I'm just saying the concept oh, yeah. is sound. But mm-hmm. so do more with that. But you I know, agree. They didn't I agree. Do that like, for example, you could have like lemmings, lemmings like creatures that are like falling off a burning building or something. Yeah. You're trying to catch as many as you can or whatever. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You could be lifting stuff up with the mouse right. button. You know, you could right. do any number of things, picking stuff, people out of the water, doing mm-hmm. anything. Uh, but the whole egg thing is it's also this. Who's this really meant to appeal to this game? I always wondered this before. It's like these goofy games. I'm like, what is what? Who is this? Who is going to enjoy this game? Is it is it? I mean, because you don't have any like it leaves like a roadrunner. You've got like established characters and stuff, mm-hmm. but there's no mascots in here. There's no yeah. licensed characters. And the, the whole idea of a barnyard based. And this isn't the only one barnyard based shooter or, or a egg based shooter. It's just it's goofy. It's so goofy that it's I mean, it's goofy enough to work sort of. But, you know, eh. so I guess my review is sort of a eh. Yeah, well, it's time to find out what our Discord community thought. As always, if you are a member of the Amigos Retro Gaming Discord server by becoming a patron of any of our shows, you can leave us a review, and we will read it on the air, just like Pajaco did. He says, I cannot imagine playing this for long on the original ST mouse and not getting RSI. This could be more fun if they just toned down the initial difficulty, maybe something around the level of the Atari 7800 version. I did like it, but there's just too much to easily keep track of. I only made it to level two with the rats in the pipes, but because I had lost too many eggs before, the game didn't last long. The rooster bonus level is also very tricky, and you don't have a great deal of time to react, and the change of shooting mechanic was an odd choice. I think I could probably improve, but I need a good solid desk and space for my mouse to play, and this is not a couch game. Uh, Although something a little different from the norm, it's just a little too tough on the first level. Give it a play, though, but prepare to break out the Bengay and and the Ice Pack afterwards. 7 out of 10. Uh, Salem OK writes... What is really charming about Cracked is its innocent Nintendo-style vibe. It's basically a cross between Duck Hunt and Mickey Mouse in the Mickey Mouse Game & Watch, where he's trying to catch eggs. Huh. This analogy goes wrong is at the second level in the sewers, where you find yourself shooting at rats at what I can only describe as egg-stealing turds. Anyway, yes, that's what I would describe them as. When you shoot them, and any toilet joke has always been welcome in any video game in my book, so that's fine with me. Graphics are cute and done with care. The music is extremely bare bones, rendering old classic themes like the programmers didn't know what to do with the YM2149 chip other than use it as a PC buzzer. Bam, you were yeah. right, Aaron. Mm. I could hear Paula Addict sneer in the background, but the venerable Yamaha chip can definitely do more than that. However, the main bone I have to pick with the game is that it's extremely difficult to play. I could barely aim and shoot some of the enemies who zip by extremely quickly and save a handful of eggs at best at the end of level one. I thought I had issues with mouse emulation. I tested several settings, emulators, and OSs short of playing on real hardware. It turns out this doesn't matter. The mouse handling seems not right. To convince myself, I loaded Operation Wolf, which I have played on real hardware as well as emulated without noticing any issues, and this confirmed my theory. Operation Wolf handles absolutely fine with the same settings. 
and cracked, the pointer moves way too fast across the screen and you can't be precise and quick at the same time. Add to that enemies that are also really quick and you have a really tough challenge on your hands. I'm not even mentioning the bonus stage, which properly requires hundreds of plays to master. This game has a lot going for it, turds and toilets, but the mouse handling and difficulty definitely bring it down for me, 6 out of 10. I'm glad to hear that because I really did. I thought I thought I was just really bad, and then I thought my setup was jacked up. So I'm it's I'm happy to hear someone else is having the exact the exact same problem I was having. Boat. Yeah, yeah. All right, and I did check this out. You know, one of the great things about Atari that you don't get on, I, I mean, almost any other platform is that there are millions of new old stock copies of games that are still available for a cheap price today from an outfit called Best Electronics. Best Electronics oh, yeah. sort of inherited a warehouse full of Atari gear, and they've been slowly selling it off over the decades. They still have this thing, Aaron, brand new, still in the shrink, $17.95. There you go. And just as we close it up here, I've side-by-side side the ST and the Atari 7800 version. By the way, the, the Atari 7800 version also controls poorly. I might add. So that's double trouble there. Uh, and in fact, I'd say it's worse. All right. So we uh, it's time, Aaron, to bid a fond farewell to Cracked. Listeners, we want to hear your feedback. Please feel free to leave us a comment on YouTube. And of course, review the Atari ST show on your podcast service of choice. If you could do that, we'd really appreciate it. Mm. Uh, we release the show in both audio and video format. Uh, you can check out all the back catalog at bit.ly slash Atari ST show. We record this show live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming. If you want to support our show, just visit patreon.com slash Atari ST show. We do have a goal up there. If we can get to $200 a month in Patreon support, the Atari ST show will go from a monthly show to a weekly show, which would be super awesome. And that leads us to our ST supporter roll call. Thanks to all these fine folks for supporting the Atari ST show. Control-Alt-Reese, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Brett Owens, Laurent Giroux, Twilight Zoner, Olivier Massoud, Tim Drew, Retro Jerry, and Bernard Quinn. If you like Thank our you. format and you want to hear more, feel free to check out our other shows, Amigos, Everything Amiga, Our Sinclair, and American Take on the ZX Spectrum, The Coco Show, which is all about gaming on the, candy, the Tandy Color Computer, and ARG Presents, where Aaron and the Brent spin the wheel and make the deal. We mm. can't also forget about 1200XL if you want to hear about the uh, ST's father or something. Uh, check out 1200XL. It's a show we do about Atari 8-bit computers. So yeah. all these shows can be found on the Amigos Retro Gaming YouTube channel or at anchor.fm slash Amigos Podcast. Aaron, what are we going to play next time? Let's find out, folks. Starquake. That's Star a cool cover, but Yeah, yeah. Never so, heard of it. Me neither. So we will have fun checking that out. We will see you next time. And until then, make sure you play your Atari today.